Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. Hello, everybody. This is Lost Edition. We are finishing up Season 2. Live together, die alone. At long last. <laughs> um, man, uh, so if... A horrible episode. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if you don't care for podcasts where we gush about an episode the entire time, this is not going to be your episode. Yeah. This is one of the all-time greats. Man, I mean, I always say it, but... They can do finales on Lost. The tension in this episode is probably, even if, like, you know, you remember most of what's yeah. going to happen. I mean, there were certain things that didn't necessarily. I forgot about the well. dynamite. <laughs> or, uh, yeah, I remember there was something that surprised me, but we'll come back to it. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Um, because there's a lot to unpack in this episode. There's Desmond, there's the other, the hunt for the others, there's Michael, Locke being completely yeah. misguided again. Can I just start with a summary real quick? What's amazing about this finale on many levels is that in this season, you have the Hatch going, you have Ben, you have Michael, and all of this ties together. I mean, every strand they had this season basically comes together. Possible exception of the tailgate. or the no, Well, tailgate, okay, they, they've the already killed section. them all. Yeah, already, <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah, they, but I mean, a lot of the main questions they've had I mean, I guess tied we, very well together. I guess we did see Libby. That was one of the things I had completely forgotten about. Oh, yeah, about. yeah, we did see Libby, which was a nice, confusing... <laughs> it's like, we got some insight into her backstory, kind of uh, slipped it in there last minute, sort of. But, like, I, it just raises more questions, but... Like, I'd love to know what where, what the story there yeah. was. There was a story there. I, I remember reading online that some people think she was a Widmore plant or something like that. Because, you know, she shows up and finds Desmond and gives him the ship all very quickly. Yeah. Maybe start wondering about the timeline of things, too, for a little bit. Because Partly because we see the one crazy uh, army guy. Yeah. Uh, Kevlin? Kelvin. Kelvin? Okay. Inman Kelvin. Kelvin Inman. Yeah. Right. And apparently Desmond had been... It'd been on the island for three, three years. years or something, which possibly the combined loss of her husband and then loss of Desmond may be what drove Libby to the insane asylum for a time. Yeah. Which is possible. But still, Kevlin, I was trying to remember how far back his appearance in Saeed's flashback was. It, that was the first time Saeed had ever tortured, I believe. I think it was pretty early in Saeed's That's right. I think line. they said that was like during the first... Uh, yeah, Persian Gulf War. So that would be like ninety one ish. Now, what I'm trying to figure out is he says he's part of Dharma. I'm trying to figure out is he actually part of Dharma? He must be because he doesn't seem to be with the others. But when did they kill all the Dharma people? I felt like that would have been before Kelvin. Mm-hmm. But I mean, but, the, but they I, have the Dharma drops, and I mean, uh, Ben kept Dharma running to a certain extent. Yes, he kept he kept a lot of Dharma off-site stuff running. I mean, we saw that just in the and, may, and maybe they, maybe he got Kelvin. You know, needed people for these things. And it's possible Kelvin knew Dharma wasn't around any longer or didn't really have any connections with Dharma. He was just kind of like being facetious. Yeah, like, I, it's re- hard to know. To the orientation. It's hard to know how much he's lying and how much he's crazy. And I mean, well, I mean, Radinsky, he was left over from Dharma. The guy he kept talking about. Oh yeah, about? because that's he. We see him, don't we? Yeah, we see him in the in season five. That's right. I forgot fact, that. I mean, it's funny. He he's Kelvin, crazy. He's kind of crazy, in even season five. Well, yeah, he is. <laughs> he's kind of unhinged. But it's interesting. Kelvin talked about him like basically figuring out how to do stuff. Well, I think Rajinsky actually designed the entire hatch. Yeah. So that's uh, true. He I forgot that. He knew more than even Kelvin may have remembered or knew. Yeah, but. That's anyway. We're, that's we're way off track. Da- okay, that's way down the road. Lore stuff. That's, so. uh, <laughs> okay, so what do we want to start with? Um, 
Well, I don't know. Like, I, I kind of want. I was kind of thinking about just going through the episode. Okay, let's do that bit, bit by bit because, like, we could talk about this in this flashback, but it's intertwined so perfectly with. I mean, it's a great flashback by itself, but it intertwines so perfectly with the with the main story. And it answers questions without people talking about answers. You know, how did the, where did this map come from? And you know. Or what's with the, I mean, I guess people may still have questions about why they even bothered with the quarantine thing. Um, but you see more background for that and that how it really wasn't going on. It was sort of a way to keep people under control. Yeah. The, seeing the, uh, the tubes. Oh man, that's, that's nuts. There's so many of them. And I don't remember, and it works really well, but I don't remember the first time watching it making, I mean, the connection is basically very obvious that the Pearl was... Pure psychological profile, the f- and and the first time you see it, it, it may be one of those things that just kind of runs past you because there's just so much else going on yeah. in this episode. But I mean, Desmond even next scene basically says, "Wait, what if you got it backwards?" I mean, they basically hit over, over the head. But there's just so much, you know. First time watching it, there's just so many revelations constantly about how the hatch worked and about. Oh wait, we don't know anything about Desmond for now. We hadn't seen him since episode one. No, episode three or four. Oh, I guess yeah, he was there for a couple. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. But still, yeah, it is for as an important character as he is to the overall show. It is kind of funny that he is in this season so little. And it's a very interesting choice to have a flashback of a new character for your finale. Yeah, I mean. It, it's, it works really well in this case. It does. I mean, it's what's the first flashback we get that's not an oceanic survivor. Yeah. And so because of that, because the you've got someone who is tied in w- more with some of the history of the island, or at least has more of a history yeah. with the island, opens up a lot of possibilities. I mean, it's basically for flashing back the hatch in many ways. Yeah. I mean, answers. So I mean, his flashback answers. It connects to the Jack. Yeah, you know that scene. Uh-huh. It connects to locks pounding on the hatch scene. It connects to blow and taking the airplane out of the sky. I mean, that, which is that's, insane. That's still one of the all-time great reveals. <laughs> I feel like I mean, first first off, getting to see a taste of what the hatch failure yeah. looks like. You know, because this whole time, people, like you said, your sister Summer, yeah. she was convinced that the hatch was nothing, so she was yeah. probably with Locke. And then when that, I wonder if she, if like when that first part happened, she's like, wait a wait, minute. And it's so great because it's like a foretaste. You're like, wait, wait. If you're on the one side, you're like, I don't, I got to rethink everything now. But you're still not completely convinced. Maybe, I mean, maybe. Yeah, I mean, earthquake, you know. Or, or, would it, or was it just a partial thing and would have stopped? You know? Yeah, you don't, you don't know. You don't know. On loss of anything. But I mean, the fact then you've got that when he's he's looking at the printout system. That was that. I I think I crashed your plane. <laughs> Boom, go to commercial, and then you're like, what? I know. And that's just like one thing. This episode. I mean, it's one of the biggest ones. But right. there's just so many little ones too. Mm-hmm. So okay, going back to the beginning because we talked okay. a lot about. <laughs> okay, so we did Desmond's flashback. Flashback right mode, Good, cool stuff. I always think it's funny. Jack has zero competence as like a secret agent guy yeah for as good as a poker player apparently is he can <laughs> he cannot keep secrets when it comes to like actual like people like emotional subterfuge yeah, yeah it's like if he, if he feels betrayed he cannot hold it in and so i've often wondered like would their search party have been better off if jack hadn't blurted out the michael we know they're coming. We know what you're doing and all this kind of stuff. I don't think it would even matter because the thing is he wasn't leading them to where Saeed thought they were going. Yeah, that's true. Saeed's plan was a little flawed in the first place. Yeah, because, well, everyone thought that's where Mike was leading, but Michael wasn't. Yeah. Which is, 
lies. This this episode is lies, all lies. <laughs> I, and I, I wonder how many deleted scenes there are. For, I mean, for as much as they crammed in, you see, I know I heard at some point there was a scene at some point where they were arguing about whether they should keep going. Like Sawyer wanted to go back because oh, okay. like he felt like they were going into a trap. And they hashed it out why they were kept going, you know, kind of established that a little bit more. Um, I also wonder if there w- would have been a little bit more with uh, with Saeed and Sun. Yeah, because they're back on the they're just back on the boat when the when the sky turns purple. And you kind of get the feeling that maybe Saeed would have come back, but it probably wouldn't have really added a whole lot. No, it's not just, in this case. Yeah, in some ways, it kind of felt like a way to get Sun and Jen in on the, you know, because they wanted they they touched on a lot of characters in this mm-hmm. finale, which which you need. Um, the world of the island has grown substantially since the last season finale. Yeah. When last season finale was still very much just about the survivors. Now we've got all kinds of other stuff going on. So they need to come up with new ways to involve as many people as possible. I mean, it's a great way. You, you, so you, have, Des, you have Desmond's boat, which is named after Libby, of all people. <laughs> and the, our mutual friend. I wish I knew what the book was about, wondering if there was anything there. But I just while, while we're on the boat and Jen. I, I, I do, I do yeah. like it. It occurs to me as entertaining that the dharma tape was hidden behind turn of the screw and then this the key that saved everyone is in our mutual friend <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's just clever titling but anyway oh turn of the screw is an interesting psychological book um and then the statue foot yeah you get to see it's like as if there's not enough going on this episode they're like and here's this. It's like we just like dropping these fun little teasers. Oh, and man. Like, what could this mean? What could this mean? <laughs> and I, just, and I, I remember just thinking, what is that? I mean, that's cr- crazy. In the hostel, you know, so we get Dharma speak for the first time. Oh, is that the first time they mentioned the hostel? Maybe, Desmond might have mentioned it back in the beginning of the season, but yeah, that's possibly. Dharma speak. Yeah, yeah. You don't get a whole lot of that. I mean, you just so feel bad do. about, okay, so you feel bad about Michael trying to go they're doing the thing and then you know Locke's Man, basically yeah. i mean echo echo about beats up lock at the beginning there <laughs> yeah pretty much it's and then it's sad that mean lock basically just crying there in the woods and charlie, <laughs> and charlie has really no compassion on him no it's like <laughs> huh yeah sucks doesn't it i don't you punched me remember that back in my horrible episode yeah oh lock is just a, such a sad little boy he is some days and with that scene near the end where it's like I was wrong. It's like, that's like your whole life. It's so horrible. <laughs> uh, like his, his one time to shine in, in any ways was season one. Up until the hatch, and up until he discovered the hatch, that kind of ruined his uh, high point. Yeah. But. It's crazy. Okay, like I said, okay, so they come in and, and, and Desmond can't get away. This is really good framing on their part. It's like, nothing exists. You can't get away from this place. And then, Penny talks to him in his flashback, like, how do you find me? If with enough money, you can find anyone. Yeah. And in the very end, she had a lot of money. She mm-hmm. found him. And it's like, we finally found it. So there's obviously, and, you know, and, and Michael has this, you have to take the court. There's this nice frame is, you can't find the island. Someone found but it. But you can, but. If someone's so, looking for you. So first confirmation for people that people from the outside actually, I mean, that. You can get off the island. That's not some sort of mm-hmm. purgatory thing. That's that's a very good point. That whatever happens in the island affects the outside world. Yeah, I mean, way. before then, we'd never had any outside contact. Afterwards, I mean, you always people came in from the outside, but even Desmond's entry was—you could argue he was dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Until then, you would you would have no idea. That's a good point. And I always think is it's interesting 
Winmore sponsoring this this voyage around the world. He's he's looking for the island. He's looking for the island. He's always coming up with some I didn't even think crazy of that, yeah. scheme until to to track it down. <laughs> I mean, again, one of those little. I, I bet some people theorized that about that until before they actually kept hinting was, strongly toward it. Was that our first introduction to Woodmore? I they they so. dropped his name. It's Woodmore uh, Industry um, Birth Control. Remember. Oh, or not, or, or pregnancy test. That's right. We saw the yeah. We saw Man. that at some point. They knew what they were doing. <laughs> yeah, they had a lot of stuff planned out. That's because they sure. they had to have known that he was part of the island history. Then at that point, yeah, that's probably true. Which we don't learn about until season well five, something like that. Well, it, it's interesting. I was four. Re- it would have been the freighter. I was rereading. I feel like I must have shown it to you at some point, or maybe you showed it to me. Something I linked to by one of the Lost writers who really only worked on like the first two seasons. Mm-hmm. I think okay. Javier Grillo, Grillo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Something or other. But anyway, he commented how like sometimes they wouldn't have a fully sketched idea, but they had this core idea like they, they wanted to do with it. Like for a long time, like apparently J.J. Abrams wanted to include the hatch from like the very first episode. Yeah. But Damon Lindelof didn't want to do it until he had some idea it didn't have to be a firm idea but he wanted to have some idea of what would be in the hatch yeah. and so one day he came in and said there's a guy down there that's pushing a button every 108 <laughs> minutes or it'll destroy the world how you come up with that i don't know and so that was the core idea they worked from so i, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe they had just had a base a basic sketch of who desmond was okay who is this guy well he would he went on a voyage around the world to prove himself to his I'm convinced with a show like th- with a show like this, I think you have ideas and contingency plans and things either get clearer as you write it or farther away. But you just it, it makes sense. I mean, you you start with a core idea of who this person is and what they're what's going to be motivating them, and you kind of run with that. I mean, we do that with Children of the yeah, Well. Yeah, and, and then the you time. just you just make the connections because the characters have so many connections. Anyways, you just start saying, "Oh wait, this and this and this and it this." It builds off of that core idea. So I wouldn't be surprised if they had picked out some names and like, okay, when we'll come up here, wouldn't more. What happened? We use that name somewhere yeah. else yeah and i wonder if they didn't throw the li- i wonder if the libby thing was thrown in so they could give some sort of conclusion conclusion to her i mean some sort of background even though it's not much it, at least it gives something. you you have a you have, you have more root in who she is and that and that in some ways she lives on <laughs> <laughs> I guess. okay not quite that but <laughs> what else there's so much in this episode the the scene the, to go back real quick to the scene where Michael's and true intentions are revealed. Oh yeah, that is such a tense. Like oh, like, I, I was trying to picture how you even, how do you even get in that mind frame if you were to be acting in that scene? Like that sense of betrayal and, by and, and that Hurley, you know, like yeah. it was an accident, but you would have done it anyways. Yeah, it's like ah, like, yeah, it's a hard scene to watch. Yeah, I'm gonna just jump around because I've lost the train of what happens where. <laughs> That's fine. Um, but this oh, is the spinoff of the old train. Yeah, yeah, so sure. it's always very. You get to the end on the pier, and you have Lady Q there and Mister Friendly, and they like she knows your beard's fake, and <laughs> oh, you told her you told her the name, my name. Which and, I'm, I'm glad they called back to that at the very beginning of the episode, Kate saying like, "Look, I don't think they're really these yeah. uh, natives." That's uh, Michael. And, and I think Michael still thought they were. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. That's it's, because even after they outed him, he thought, "No, it's well, like I said, they were only have." He he may have still just been doing that as a way. To maybe yeah, I don't know. And and maybe he he might have done it a little bit to convince even himself. Yeah, but yeah. because he never saw. No, he never yeah, saw but, the rest of the stuff. 
But so you have all that, and then and then Ben walks out. You know, first time he's not beaten up Ben. And he's like, where's your beard? And, and you know, I realize we know Ben really well, but that's the first time you would ever have seen him as in charge. He's not just some guy. Right. He's like the guy. Yeah. I imagine some people would have speculated or would have theorized yeah. about that, especially since, like, in the scene where he's talking about the, 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 guy great who's man. In, the, great, the guy who's in charge, that guy, you know, the other guy's nothing. Some people wonder, what if he's really him? Because, you know, yeah. people, people wonder, wonder everything, everything that Henry yeah, Gale Exactly. Point. Did they actually mention Ben's name yet? Is he still No, he's still Henry Gale. At this point? Oh, interesting. I don't think until next season that we'd get that. Get his actual name. Now that it's that much of a bombshell or anything. But great and great conversation between uh, Desmond and Locke about, you know, why do you push this thing? Why do you know all you know all that sort of the whole man of man man of science man of And when 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 Desmond's okay, it's just so it's uh, this is great writing. You know, at the beginning he's writing all these letters of Penny and none of them get to him. And Penny's like, why didn't you read your, do you read your book yet? And he's like, no. And then he's there about ready to kill himself. And he opens his book and there's the letter that she wrote to him that he never got. Yeah. Which is great parallelism, whatever. And that scene, he's reading it and it's, man, Desmond's a great character all around. He, he really is. I mean, just the, you can tell why people fell in love with Desmond and Penny, like almost immediately. Like, mm-hmm. even though they don't have a whole lot of screen time together, the whole idea of their of their love is just yeah. so wonderful and it just makes me excited for the constant, even though we probably won't get to that for quite a while. Oh man, the constant's great. <laughs> or even I mean, even the 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 first one's not as good as I mean the constant's genius. You mean the Desmond's first Desmond, yeah. Tripping. That has some penny and other crazy stuff. That's yeah, true. we don't need time stuff, right? Isn't it interest, interesting? They actually do explanation what the hatch does. They're down there with the failsafe. Mm-hmm. Man, it's really interesting to watch this now after knowing, you know, them talk about season six is kind of a hatch all over again. And you see that, that, uh, that cave of light. It looks so it, similar. It, it, I mean, it's like the same color even. I know. And, you know, and here's the thing, you have to release it so often or you take it out and just blow the whole thing. You take it out and the whole island starts blowing up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe the rain's the releasing of the, you know, they talk about, you know, this, I know the island, they talk about the, you know, there's water going in that all the time. Maybe the mm-hmm. water is some sort of release. I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. sure you make parallels of such things. Yeah. Which is to, absurdly. I've not watched season six since it first came out. Yeah. So and, and there's, still, there's you, a lot of like little tidbits in there that I'm I sure don't you, remember that well. And it, yeah. it'd be interesting to re-experience them. Someday. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to it there eventually. You're never bored in this episode. I mean, what is it? It's two episodes. How long was it actually? At least an hour and a half. I forget. Yeah. So I think it's like 90, it's around 90 minutes, like Man. without commercials, but yeah. Man, if movies move that well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's kind of one of those episodes where the commercial breaks might have been a little, sometimes it would be like, no, but other times like, Okay, now did that what what just happened? Yeah, and first time you first on? time you're watching, you need them because it's just <laughs> you need to recover pretty yeah. much. <laughs> Random thought or question. Okay, it's very interesting. You got the last scene in Antarctica or wherever it is, mm-hmm. and those two guys they're playing chess. It's like you took out my rook. Oh, I'm playing the long game. Oh, you're losing. Don't you think that's a a call to a Jacob Esau thing? Yeah, I mean, be. why else do you have two people playing chess talking about long games and win- losing a rook when you just blew up a hatch? And uh-huh. I mean, I don't know what it means, but I feel like it's got to be a... Maybe just like a callback to their backgammon analogy. Yeah, and, and maybe moving forward, because at this point, I mean, they've dropped the the foot there. I think they've got to have an idea yeah. of two forces. Well, and the idea that this has been going on for a very, very yeah. long time. Yeah. I mean, like you said, we don't even get... 
more into like the ancient history of the island for quite a while. And I know it'll be nuts, but you never get all the ancient history. Yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of Egyptian stuff that it just implied. I wonder how much fan fiction is out there about that sort of thing. Like, that seems like rife for like, you know, like spoil it. I mean, it can't be as good as the mystery of it. Well, no, but I mean, like, it's interesting to imagine, though, like the other struggles that took place over the island during that period. I mean, that's. I mean, even, this is, yeah. I don't think it would spoil it. I think it'd just be an interesting what if. Yeah, and it's interesting that for Hatch having as many questions as it did this season, I feel like this is a very satisfying ending to the Hatch. It is. You know, to have the back and the forth, and then the and then you still don't know what happened at the end of the season. Or <laughs> Locke and Echo dead. I know. Yeah, who knows? It just and it's funny they don't even or touch Desmond on, for that matter. And it's interesting, I really thought this season ended, I didn't remember exactly how it ended, it, ended, it wasn't like a, a hard stop ending like, we've got to go back, or blowing up the bomb, you know, it yeah. It kind of, it's a softer ending. Yeah. And there's that, a lot of questions. I know, I had forgotten that, you know, you almost expect if you were just going for the straight hard-hitting lost ending, it would have ended like right after the bag had been put over Kate's head. Yeah. Like, just, boom. But then no, you got like this very nice scene with Charlie and Claire to kind of, kind of a comfort, like kind of a a nice moment of live together, live together. Yeah, I mean it, it's a thematic, thematically really nice and very cool. Then of course, then the thing with Penny just and the Antarctic. Yeah, that's that's your lost ending there. <laughs> it is. Well, I mean it's a lost ending, but it's also very thematically because like yeah. you said, the whole coming back to as long as you have one person looking for you. I mean, I mean, think about this. You're writing that. It's a it's two eps it's a movie length script. Mm-hmm. You have what two three weeks to write this thing <laughs> in TV time. I wonder though they probably they had to have ideas and stuff, but still yeah they probably I mean it's like one of those things. Sometimes when you get to a climax, yeah, when you're writing, no, but, it's easier because you've been waiting but, to do but, all. But this I'm thinking stuff. the the thematic. I mean, it, it hangs together thematically and tension builds. I mean, got two or three plot lines going on and they all build. I mean, that's amazing to mm-hmm. write that fast. I would think. I don't know if this was ever nominated for Hugo or something. No, oh. Lost probably was. It. I think. I think the in- incident was. The incident was nominated for Hugo. I think the, uh, possibly. I know the constant was. Yeah. I think the constant did it win. I think it. Won constant Hugo. probably did win. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean that's just a great standalone episode. Yeah. Of of Lost, even I mean it's got great mythology in it, but even without it, it's fantastic. It's kind of sad, almost, that they get Echo and Charlie involved, but they don't actually do much. They're almost there just to. They're they're add another tension. force of tension, yeah. yeah, in some ways. Well, and locks the like, and and Echo's the like, don't do this is important, and then later on, locks like, oh yeah, that. <laughs> but I love when he, t- he just takes off Charlie's belt and throws it against the wall. Like, you think that is? <laughs> Charlie's like, okay, I'm gonna leave now. I was Charlie's gung ho to get involved, but as he got farther, he's like, I'm not so sure this is a good idea. It's interesting if there is any, you know, the quarantine thing lands there, which is obviously just neat when it blows up and comes mm-hmm. down. But if there is any quarantine, it's it's electromagnetism. I mean, that's why the kids can't be bo- were weren't born on the island for a long time. Yeah, that's true. So it was actually, in some ways, potentially more dangerous in the hatch. Probably. <laughs> that's why. Well, they, well, that's why it was fourteen they, on the inside, didn't they? Yeah. No way. Well, I, I think. Yeah, I you're right. Never mind. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm. I'm confused. Yeah. So I'm sure we missed ten other things. The Hurley Bird and <laughs> which is weird, but I think we've covered a lot of ground there, though. And you get a little nice character moments. You get sick, pregnant 
son and you get Saeed having time to do some of his prayers and mm-hmm. I still think it's interesting again I have to I'd have to compare it to season six when I rewatch it I'm always curious how much the electromagnetic energy relates to the light magic of the island like yeah. if there is some sort of I mean we, we talked about this I think in the question mark episode just kind of speculating why who benefited it most for the electromagnetism magnetism being released man of black oh jacob. yeah i and that's that's well all very confusing jacob did he wanted it gone no but if you're playing a long game again i don't it, who knows you want a desmond well that's true you blown the hatch makes a desmond <laughs> or or if super super secret special desmond if that's what it was for and then i you, guess but I mean, okay, if, if you're going with the chess analogy then, and this is the long game, and Jacob was willing to sacrifice that, then why would Man in Black be pushing to get it destroyed? To um, beat up Locke? I guess. I mean, because so it, it, well, it, Locke, again, it's hard to tell. Yeah, yeah. It, it, It's true. It, the whole plan may be more about the candidates than the actual pocket of electromagnetic energy itself. Yeah, yeah. That's entirely possible. I just know that there were some theories that, like... But he he, he made were, the the light in, inside the island and the the electromagnetic energy were themselves related somehow. But oh, I have no idea. They how. they might be. I mean, I think I think they are related. But I think the light is more than electromagnetism, but yeah. is part of. Okay. So so is the whole time travel thing mm. and that's true. Healing and and all that stuff. all that bruja the the endless life that projectors of the island get. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Oh. Yeah, it get, I mean, the, and the thing is, there's no simple explanation. There's no simple explanation. They don't actually ever tell you. It's just a lot of implications. Yeah, <laughs> a lot, especially at that level. Because by the time you get to that level of what does this do or mean, they don't want. That's the sort of stuff they don't want to. Yeah, that's true. Talk about. I mean, it's it is kind of like in some fantasy books, magic is just sort of a shorthand for like. And this is how this works. Yeah. Or you know, Full Metal Alchemist. They don't really go in that much detail on how like how like all these circles and things yeah. like form energy and stuff. You just kind of go with it. Yeah. Like you have a general idea how it works. Yeah. But all right. All right. That well, that was for playing along. It was like a half a normal podcast. <laughs> hey, this is a momentous episode. It is a momentous episode. And this will be the last time we deal with loss for a little while. We're gonna Weekly Hijack will be going on hiatus very soon, probably after Once Upon a Time finishes the season, mainly so that uh, I can focus a little bit on some other things for a, a while. Possibly we'll bring Weekly Hijack back when the next season of Once Upon a Time starts. We'll see, yeah. But it's all, it will be back, but um, we'll, see. we'll come back to Lost somewhere down the road. Yep. But it won't be for a while. Sounds good. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoy listening through our season two. And enjoy rewatch. enjoy loss as much as we do. <laughs> <laughs> well, if if you don't, I don't know why you'd be here. Yeah, sad people. <laughs> Just so our kids can write bad, like mean messages to us, like you're dumb. <laughs> but in lieu of this, you can probably hear us still talk about loss a lot <laughs> on our regular podcast, The Royal Trains of Thought, which can be found through iTunes and Stitcher and YouTube. Yep, sounds good. Until then, thank you, lost people, and uh, let's together die alone. We have to go back. I'm trying to think of other catchphrases. Um, whatever happens, happens. There you yeah, go. You know. And don't tell me what I can do. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Echo, for being the anti-lock. <laughs> it's kind of what he is. He's like lock, but like whatever lock believes, he's on the other side of it. <laughs>
in some ways. Okay, but anyways. Wrapping up. All right. Bye. Bye. This is Tim. This is Nick. Bye. I see you in another light, brother.